Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the At Betches podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, assistant editor at Betches and uh, the the one behind Bravo by Betches and the Mention It All podcast. Dana Samuel, I'm the community manager at Betches and I also run the You Up and When's Happy Hour Instagrams and I write the For Your Quarantainment newsletter and the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter. And I'm Chris Burns, a.k.a. Fat Carrie Bradshaw, and I host The Bachelor Podcast, as well as make videos. Wearers of many hats we are. Guys, we have an exciting show for you today. We're going to talk about President Trump's alleged TikTok ban that may or may not still be happening. The Bachelorette, we have an epic switch. This is not a Bachelor podcast, but we just cannot not talk about Tasha and Claire. We're going to talk about the Ellen show. Is it still happening? Is it not going to happen? What the fuck is happening? And at the end of the show, stay tuned because Dana and I did an interview with the lovely Sabrina Carpenter, star of the new Netflix film, Work It. Dana, before we get into today's show, can you tell us all what's happening at Betches? Of course. As always, we have a lot going on at Betches. First, you've heard us mention it before, our good influence fun you can go and donate to four great organizations, Campaign Zero, the ACLU, NAACP, in the Bail Project. If you'd like to contribute to our Good Influence Fund, you can go to betches.co slash donate, and you'll be instructed from there. Also, tonight at 8 p.m., make sure you head over to the Betches Instagram account for an all-new The Feeling is Virtual, our virtual dating show. It is The Reunion, and Chris, I know you host that, and it seemed like there's going to be a lot of drama. There is actually some serious drama that happens. I was very uncomfortable. (laughs) So make sure you Um, check that out. Not uncomfortable. (laughs) No, I was uncomfortable because I was like, oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> like I it's different when you're sitting there than watching it you know it was like being at a housewives reunion but in person just arms arms crossed it was great for- I didn't I didn't do anything wrong so the drama was not about me. <laughs> that's a first okay you. Ellen <laughs> <laughs> all right and lastly make sure that you subscribe to our bachelor breakdown newsletter again this isn't a bachelor podcast but we can't not talk about what's going on, like Dylan said. So if you want to be caught up on all the episode recaps, any drama that's going on, any cringeworthy moments, there's a lot of those in that franchise. Make sure that you subscribe to The Bachelor Breakdown, betches.co slash bachelor breakdown. Also, I write it, so support me. Dana, thank you so much. I have to say, when you said make sure you're caught up, all I could think of was the Usher song. my let's just say it's tuesday my brain feels like it should be friday and i'm sure it's going to be a fun few days ahead of this days don't exist anymore there's like low-key a hurricane tornado situation happening right now it's nothing but fun you know i know it's crazy how um far apart we all are from each other but we're all connected by this hurricane we're all just watching the trees bend in half at our windows. Yeah, I'm just I had a really... fun, I had a fun little power flicker before we started recording. So you know, there's never a dull moment at Betches. There's never a dull moment, <laughs> even if we're um, not actually there. <laughs> speaking of not dull moments, okay. So we have to talk about TikTok. Last week, so Trump said a few weeks ago that he wanted to ban it, and then last week he was like, "I'm gonna ban it." And Microsoft said they might buy it. And then he was like, no, you can't do that. And then over the weekend, we didn't know what was happening. And now he's like, okay, Microsoft, yeah, you can buy it. But like the government has to get some of the money, I guess. I don't know. How do we feel about TikTok being banned? How sad would you be? Um, so I just posted my first TikTok ever. Uh, of course, now it's going to get banned. The thing about it is, will I miss TikTok? No, not that much. But I think it's kind of crazy that he can just ban it. Like, 
I don't I don't fully know. Also because of everything I'm reading, it's saying like the security threat really isn't there for us. Right, right, right. So it's his like... reasoning for banning I feel like he's like, I'm not gonna ban it and or I'm gonna ban it, I'm gonna ban it, and then be like, actually I'm not. Hopefully now eighteen, nineteen, twenty year olds will vote for me because they'll think that I'm saving TikTok. Right. Right. And I feel like also a good portion of why he wanted to ban it is because that group has been trolling him so hard for months on TikTok. So he's like, well, I'm going to take away your stupid app. What are you going to do about it now? But yeah, that's true. That it could be just that so many people on it are like constantly trolling him. And like, didn't they like sell a bunch of or buy a bunch of fake tickets to his rally and stuff through yeah, TikTok? Yeah, they're there are definitely layers of pettiness here, I feel, because there's definitely the the pettiness toward China because TikTok is a Chinese-owned app, but then there's also the pettiness toward Gen Z who in the past few months have been pretty relentless in using TikTok as a way to spread information about how to troll him. Like, my personal favorite was when they figured out how to how to add a bunch of Trump merch to their carts and then not buy it. So, but it still showed up as sold out to people (laughs) stopping on the website, Um, which apparently is a phenomenon that costs businesses millions of dollars a year. I did, I wrote an article about this a few weeks ago, but I was like, damn, shopping cart abandonment, the silent killer. I didn't know that was a thing. They, yeah, they're coming up with some schemes on there. It's honestly pretty impressive. Um, (laughs) Mike put a question on our outline about data mining, which I feel like is a little above our uh, above our pay grade. But what is your favorite thing about TikTok? Like, what do you what do you use it for that you feel like you would miss? For me, I just get sent TikToks. I don't spend that much time on the app. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> I feel like if I do open the app, I end up on it for a while. But I'm like, it, it's very dangerous territory because I'm like. Who is this like very hot man? And then all of a sudden it's revealed uh-huh. that he's 18. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been there. I had to, I, one time I followed somebody just because I saw one of their videos on my For You page. And then later I realized that they were 16. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot be in this space. It's not, I can't me. condone this. I use it mostly when I just want to like mindlessly scroll before bed or something. And it's usually when I, it's, I should have already been asleep two hours ago. And so I'm in a state of delirium and the stuff is just 10 times more funny when I'm yeah. in that state. So that's like my, my TikTok sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with you on that too. There's sometimes videos, it's like a girl, t- like a potato talking and I'm like, <laughs> my God, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's comedy. So, uh, you know, no big loss, really. Yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. We'll see if Microsoft bends to Trump's demand of of his, like, cut of their sales. Microsoft waited to be relevant in 2020. Never thought I would see it. But, (laughs) yeah, good for them. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Um, so we have some major drama. I feel like I'm here with the right people to break this down with 
The Bachelorette, new season, currently filming in quarantine in California. They started filming with Claire a couple weeks ago, and then they were having some issues. And then apparently she's in love, possibly engaged to one of her contestants. And we're getting Taisha, Taisha the Bachelorette, as a replacement. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> here's the tea. I'm kind of like very happy for Claire, okay? This bitch is 39 years old. She went to Palm Springs. Her season has been pushed back so many times because of COVID. They've had to recast because of COVID. She gets there. She meets this very hot man who is very attractive. He's on in the NFL. Um but also on the same note, I'm like, is he there for the right reasons? Why is this hot man in the NFL going to find love on The Bachelor? <laughs> Regardless, um, I would do the same thing. I would be like, oh, I got mine, actually. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, I think it's bizarre that Tasha just, like, has to take Claire's leftovers. But also, yes. it's going to make for a good season. And after watching all these bullshit episodes of Greatest of All Time, we deserve that as viewers. I truly, yeah, Chris and I always text when we watch the Greatest of All Times episode. They're three hours long, which is absolutely ridiculous. Insane. But last night was the best one that we had so far, so I'm hoping this little mid-season switch provides that same sort of like, mm-hmm. oh my god, oh, and what's also, happening I, now? So I think it was only 12 days that they were filming with her, so... Oh. Yeah, I, I don't even know if it's mid-season. I think it's, like, second episode. 12 days, I feel like, is probably, like, you have your first night, and then there's, like, a couple group dates, a couple one-on-ones, like, probably, like, episode two or three. But, of course, I don't know how they'll edit it. it if they want to make it seem like she basically fell in love right away and then left, they might just kind of roll it in. But I really hope they... I hope they really show us what... what went down and maybe break the fourth wall a little bit because to me obviously I mostly watch Bravo in terms of reality TV and I like that they aren't afraid to go there sometimes and kind of Bravo's really doing that shit now and I'm living for it they use the tools at their disposal to really make the most interesting show and that doesn't always mean just like playing by the rule book of like here's the fight and then then we'll talk about it at the reunion and I like that when they break the fourth wall when it makes sense and I feel like part of the reason I don't love watching The Bachelor is because I feel like they make kind of boring safe choices a lot of the time and they just kind of like oh they want it to be the most dramatic season ever and then they fall in love and it's happily ever after and I I am excited for the possibility of them kind of getting messy this season I would love that that's what Imagine. Dan and I were talking about last night it was so good because I'm like, this season was 10 years ago when the, the background checks weren't as thorough. All these guys have like <laughs> fucking wives and shit. And I was like, this is when it was so much better when they weren't afraid <laughs> of like so the much mess. Of, yeah. I imagine they just they just <laughs> go through the whole season showing the bachelorette as like a shadowed silhouette like they did in the promo video. Oh my god. That and promo. then at the end they reveal that it's they reveal who it is, who it's been this whole time. The whole time it's just a shadow figure. <laughs> the guys are like, works for me. Uh, like, Anything yeah. for clout. <laughs> I did um, I saw a tweet that was like or I, I think it was a tweet. Somebody was like, it's gonna be funny to watch all these guys say that they're there for Claire and then like backtrack and pretend that Tasha is their one true love two weeks later. Very true. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know what? Even though Claire's a great girl, truly from the start, I, I, I was I was low-key hoping that it would be Tasha as the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> right. I heard through the grapevine, well, so Kay and I also interviewed Mike Johnson and that episode will be up on Thursday. But yes. he heard that um Claire and the guy that she is now allegedly engaged to were talking before filming started. Oh. Like if she told him, she might have told him to apply and then she's like, okay, we'll do, we'll do a couple episodes to get our cut and then we're out of here. (laughs) I don't remember if Dale was in the original batch of contestants that they announced in March. Maybe she, you know, slid into the DM once the season got delayed. And so that's, you know, 
it's been a hundred something days as all of us, you know, stuck in our houses know. So maybe it's a little quarantine bay. Maybe. Is that the sound of the wind in one of your head, in one of your uh, backgrounds? I don't know if anyone else heard that. I thought it was someone drag racing in someone's. I think it's the wind in my, at my apartment. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm on the sixth floor, baby. It's like a penthouse. How I win. I'm on the sixth floor too in my apartment. And it's the only reason. Me too. When was was the last time you went to your apartment? Um, I think in June, but I'm going this weekend for like a few weeks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully everything's still standing. Especially because my roommates are there. (laughs) We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Speaking of still standing. (laughs) Chris, with these transitions, I cannot. You're so smooth. We need (laughs) to talk about Ellen DeGeneres and the nightmare shitstorm that is her show right now. So a couple weeks ago, there was this BuzzFeed News report about workplace misconduct just being super toxic at the Ellen show. Basically, people said they got fired for medical leave and, you know, for there was racial, you know, racist treatment of employees, lots of bad stuff. And basically, there's an investigation by the production company going on right now. And Ellen made this state, she sent a letter to her staff, basically passing the blame on to everyone but her. Mm. And so there are lots of rumors now if Ellen is going to quit her show, if she's going to get fired from her show. And I just feel like it might be time. It might be time for the Ellen show to be over. Yeah, I'm, I will never have been that big of an Ellen person. I've mm-hmm. heard this for years that Ellen has been like, uh, or that working at Ellen has been terrible. Yeah. Um, also, I think like in the articles they read, it's like these stars have come forward in like um, protecting Ellen. And the first one listed was Portia de Rossi. And I'm like, that's her fucking wife. Shocking. Portia, Portia posted this graphic on Instagram that's this teal square that says, I stand by Ellen. And Oh my God. Okay, so the thing is, it's Portia is Ellen's wife. Of course she stands by Ellen. Everybody assumed that. She probably that. posted she, a knife point. Nobody thought <laughs> she was going to come out and be like, you're right, Ellen's a bitch. But, so she posts this thing, and in the caption she hashtagged Oh, she hashtagged something about bots. And it's like... Oh, like stop bot follows or something like that. Yeah, it's like, babe, there are real people who worked for Ellen that are saying that they were treated this way. It's not Twitter bots that are causing all these problems. And we all saw the Dakota Johnson interview. Like, I bet she is sitting back like... The was on the wall for a while, but now it's impossible to ignore and it's like really right now is when you're gonna be like mm-hmm, those twitter bots girl yeah so I'm the, like, and the they're talking about like square. who's who's gonna replace ellen i saw one tweet that it was like oh my god imagine living in a world where there's one less um 
talk show how would we survive and i'm like yeah like why is it she's not like the president we don't need her we'll just cancel it if it's such a big deal and she has enough money to live like she's living now for the rest of her life like watch the kelly clarkson show watch drew barrymore's new talk show starting in september you know there are what's the other one straight in uh kiki and Okay, I can't remember that the other got one. Canceled. Straight hand Sarah. And no. You know, oh, that was like a I, That was on Taxi TV. <laughs> it was Chris, thank you very much. It was the third hour of GMA. Yeah, <laughs> I did know that. I Okay, so there have been a lot of rumors if Ellen is done with her show, kind of who's going to quote unquote replace her, which I don't know that anybody would really replace her because nobody else is going to host the Ellen show. There would just be a new talk show. But one of the rumors is that it could be James Corden, who just seems like the absolute worst possible choice. <laughs> because well, I'm like, how many fucking shows are we giving James Corden? He needs First, to stay in the night hours. Nothing whether personal. you like him or not, no. Yeah, we don't we need don't to see him in the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> it's like, we don't need another straight white man hosting a show. That's not revolutionary. If you're going to replace Ellen, do it with somebody who is like, you know, bringing something new to the space. Like, give Kiki Palmer her own show. Give, you know, Leslie Jones a show. Or, like, just, like, somebody different. Come on. Yeah, I feel like Kiki Palmer really, like, shined through on that show. Yes. Um, I don't know. Also, like, I hate to say this like this, but... Or, I mean, I don't even hate to say this. I don't know why I said that. But (laughs) why... Kelly... It's time for Kelly Ripa to grow and move on, Okay. Like, Time to grow. Let's move Kelly, Kelly, Ripa. Kelly Ripa to a to a main, you know, to a four p.m. spot, and then I mean Kelly Ripa. The, Kelly yeah. Ripa makes plenty of coins, so I'm not worried about like her work situation. Oh no, me either. <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't. I'm acting like I'm gonna watch it, no matter who the host is. I'm not gonna watch whatever <laughs> the show is. But I did like Tiffany New York Pollard is petitioning herself for the role. Ooh. And that, that would be, be here for. That is your dream show, Chris. But she also posted like, um, <laughs> people are saying that I should replace, but I won't replace, cancel the show and give me the same spot. And I'm like, well, that is what replacing. They're not going to still call it Ellen. <laughs> the Ellen. The Ellen DeGeneres show starring Tiffany New York Pollard. <laughs> Where she's like, Hi, and only interviewing drag queens. What a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not, like a good nightmare, but like a mess. Oh, like a dream. So all the people Are who there... can watch daytime television when it's on would hate that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Are there <laughs> any are there any current talk shows or like daytime shows that you guys actually n- maybe not watch when they're on, but like seek out clips from or I anything? watch clips of the VO. Yeah, but that's only because it's so messy all the time. You actually, I think, lent me the book about the view. I I did, which I think you still have. I think I do still have it. It's or I might have lent it to another one of our coworkers. Actually, (laughs) it's Um, probably just sitting in the office, and I'll never see it again. But that's fine. (laughs) I read it. But that because I read that book, I was like, now I'm always looking at the view, and I'm like, this is so crazy. I don't. I watch uh, daytime game shows, like The Price Is Right. Okay. The view is great sometimes. I will say I also am a fan of Wendy Williams, who is, she currently is on hiatus because she really did not like doing the at-home show, which She's is very funny to me. The but whole, like, she, feud between Wendy Williams and Nene, I was like, what is happening? Oh, yeah. She loves to get in some Housewives drama. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's like Ellen is going to be fine no matter what. So when people like Katy Perry and Kevin Hart are, like, you know, sticking up for Ellen. It's like, oh yeah, because okay. Kevin Hart's like, Ellen defended me when I was homophobic. So now I'll defend her when she's terrible. It's like, like, yeah, it's not that revolutionary that the talk show host was nice to the celebrity because that's like a symbiotic relationship. They're both getting something up. Yeah. Yeah. But even some celebrities are like coming out against her. So that's true. Brad Garrett, we love you. I'm like, Brad Garrett is like, what are the chances I'm ever going to be asked to be on a talk show again? I'll just spill the tea. Who cares? Nothing to lose. <laughs> he still has those Everybody Loves Raymond residuals coming in. He's fine. 
That's hysterical. That's the dream. dream. I want everybody loves Raymond residuals. Like, where's mine? We're all just maybe they. That's. I was thinking the woman Patricia Heaton. Okay, this is a little off topic. Let me rant this (laughs) for a second. Patricia (laughs) Heaton from Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay, she gets off Everybody Loves Raymond. Then she was put on the show The Middle for how many years? And then there was all those ads for Carol's second act. That she was in and i was like yeah when was when was the 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 uh you know intermission okay she never stopped this woman has been working from everybody loves raymond to this this isn't a second act she's getting paid more than any <laughs> other actress in hollywood we're still in act one baby we're so, still in act one <laughs> to sum up to sum up our whole conversation patricia heaton is booked and busy <laughs> and <laughs> Hopefully they don't ban TikTok because we need something to do when we're bored. Um, Guys, this has been so fun. Don't go anywhere because we have a really fun conversation with Sabrina Carpenter. I think you guys are going to like it. And her new movie, Work It, is a lot of fun. So it's great. check that out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to At Patches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. That's so funny. I love this. I love the, the slight pause and just silence. <laughs> well, normally we would be like in the studio taking photos and it's just, Yo. it's different now. It's, yeah, different's an understatement. This is so weird. <laughs> I, I do like it. I'm not going to lie. I love rolling out of bed and getting on a laptop and that being like my day. But at the same time, like only so many times do I like that. You know, there's like something really fun about going places and feeling like, you know, you're being productive because you like went somewhere and accomplished something. Yes. Then you come home and you're like, now I can relax. And now my bedroom is like the studio and like my workplace and it feels there's, there's a lot of lines being crossed. There's a lot of lines that are blurred. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of cabin fever. <laughs> Guys, as you can hear, we are now joined by multi-talented actor, singer, dancer, uh, executive producer, Sabrina Carpenter. Keep going. Sab- no, thank you. <laughs> Sabrina, how is it? How is it going? You have a new movie out on Netflix coming out this Friday, Work It. We are so excited. We both checked out the movie and I know we both had a lot of fun. Aww, How excited you. are you about Loved this new it. movie coming out? I'm so excited. Thank you guys for watching it. Um, I, yeah, this is, it's so weird. I never expected to be like releasing a movie like this during this kind of a time period. And and I think more than ever, like I'm, I'm grateful that it's coming out because I know that the first time that I saw this movie was before, uh, before everything kind of happened. And it just put me in such a good mood, you know, like it, it really just made my heart feel really good. And it is, you know, at the end of the day, like some people will watch it and will be like, that's a simple dance movie. Um, but there's the people that need to take something from it. Um, there's so much to take from it. And there's so many kind of like lessons and, uh, and different, you know, I think themes that people can hopefully find relatable to this current time right now of reflection and uh, feeling like you're losing steam and feeling like it's never too late to start over and start something new and and find, you know, your love and passion for something again, I I, I think. um, Yeah. And it's also just like funny and in the good time. So I'm excited. (laughs) So would you say that's what drew you to wanting to be a part of the film and the character is that it's more than just, at face value of fun dance movie, which it was, it was great, but were there other factors that drew you to it as well? 
there was a lot of factors. I mean, I always wanted to be a part of a dance movie. I grew up uh, dancing in Pennsylvania from the time that I was around two years old. And, and I have three older sisters and my mom who was a dancer. Um, and so it was definitely like in my line, uh, in my family and <laughs> something that I, like that was sort of also like where I had my social experience growing up because I was homeschooled from pretty early on. Um, so the idea of just being in a dance movie in general and, and one that was a comedy and one that was, uh, you know, had so many talented people involved. Like I was, I was just excited, but honestly it ended up being pretty different than, than the original script. And even the, from our table read, like what it turned out being is, is definitely not what I expected and, and so much better. And, and I'm, I'm so excited. Well, it's a total, I mean, the cast is great. Obviously you and then Liza and Keenan and Jordan, all mm -hmm. super talented people that just, you know, can really take it and make something special. And also a female writer, a female director. It's so mm -hmm. exciting to see a project with so much <laughs> diversity on screen, you know, women behind the camera. That's, you love to see it really. Yeah, that was, I mean, that that goes without saying that that was like a really, really big uh, sigh of relief um, as far as going into it and, and knowing that um, there there was that, um, you know, inclusiveness like all around and it was very well rounded off camera as it was on camera. And I think that that was something that was really important to me, um, not just like we shot this movie a year ago. So a lot has happened in this world since then. Um, and, and it was still just as important to me then as it is now, um, but, but even more something that I can be really proud to say that that I was involved in and a part of because um, I definitely think that uh, the diversity is something that I'm so excited about and we filmed it in the city of Toronto which is like like and it looks like it like all the, the dancers yeah. and the TVs are Toronto locals and um, and the dancers and the Thunderbirds and they're all so incredibly talented and most of those kids in the TVDs like they've never acted before like they're all just dancers and that was their first time on screen having these roles and for us to like be a part of their first experience was also so special and um yeah there's just so much love like I could gush about this film for hours <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um and again I I know at least me I'm sure the same goes for Dylan I was pleasantly surprised surprised blown away by you know, the ability of the dancers. I know we don't always see you in particular in those kinds of roles. So that was, that was incredible, incredible to watch. And <laughs> as you watch me dance poorly or well, I mean, <laughs> you don't always get to dance. <laughs> yeah. I don't always get to dance poorly. Um, <laughs> and also what was fun about it too, is, is the fact that like, I literally was on set every day and like, people that are taking their jobs very seriously are like trying to film just a little catastrophe. Like that's literally how I felt on set every day. I was like, y'all realize like, this is not, this is not what I can bring to the table, but like I have to. For, I for swear I'm better than this. <laughs> I, could, I could tell in some of those scenes with Jordan, you were like, okay, finally I get to actually look like I'm. <laughs> have some sense of rhythm. Yeah. I never wanted it to be too good though because at the end of the day like I just didn't feel like someone that's that bad of a dancer could completely like I already know that people are going to be like wow she learned how to dance overnight and I'm like no I, I really wanted there to be a, a pretty natural like trans transition and um and, and like a natural growth throughout the film and you also just like see her like subtly like loosening up throughout the film and her wardrobe and the way that she um the way that she's a little bit more like expressive and in the beginning she's very stoic and very kind of like uh very kind of type a um and not that i'm not type a but we take qualities from you know characters and <laughs> um so so yeah i'm it's it's gonna be really fun i hope it gets people dancing and it gets people inspired in some sort of way what was the rehearsal process like because obviously when there's so much dancing in a movie that's a whole separate thing than just you know learning your lines and that's showing other movie is yeah yeah, we rehearsed for about, well, I will say for this movie in particular, it was a pretty quick turnaround with how much time we had uh, from when we, we set foot in Toronto to when we started shooting. We probably had around two and a half weeks to three weeks of strict dance rehearsals. Um, and then as we were filming the movie, there was rehearsals happening 
you know, in between, like I couldn't always be there for certain rehearsals because I would be on set filming, but they were constantly rehearsing and changing choreography and changing songs. And, and it was something that kept us all really on our toes. Um, and I remember like, even after we finished shooting the movie, we ended up going back and adding three new dance numbers because there, we wanted there to be more dancing in the movie. So that was great. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of, a lot of work. It's deceiving. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. That's what, yeah, I always wonder that for, you know, any movie, and I did the same with this one, especially in the way, you know, it starts off, immediately throws you right into it, wondering how much you're actually day after day after day doing this and what it looked like at the beginning versus yeah. the end product. And I think yeah. it's definitely, at least for, for us, Dylan and I were talking about it, it definitely got us moving. We were bopping along with the songs. We were talking about how good the soundtrack was, and oh, we know that you... Yes, of course. And we know that you have a song, Let Me Move You, on it. Was that always something you knew you were going to do, that you were always going to have a song in the film? No, I I had only hoped, but to be quite honest, like, because it was a, it was, it was such a crazy, like, summer. I'll, I'll never forget it for so many reasons. But um, like I said, a lot of the songs that are in the movie were very different from the ones that we used while we were filming because we didn't know, one, like, what songs in a year from now we're going to like feel right. And we didn't want them to be too current and too huge that, you know, they would be like old by the time the movie came out. Um, I, the thing I've always loved about dance movies and things like Step Up is like, I remember so many of those songs and I coordinate them with certain dance moves. And those mm -hmm. are like, so every time I hear those songs, like I see those dances and I see those characters. Um, so that was kind of like the dream goal for this movie as well. And there's definitely a few in there that like, I can't hear those songs without seeing the choreography, which is great. But after I watched Work It for the first time, um, <laughs> my fellow producers came to me and they were like, can you write a song for the movie? Like for the end credits? Uh, we need it in like a week. And I was like, uh what you want okay <laughs> I was like any sort of direction they were like just do your thing and I was like cool um so I, I wrote I wrote about uh four different songs and just like different directions and let me move you like I would I would watch it with the end credits over and over and it just put me in such a good mood and, and it it made me feel like how the movie made me feel so I'm, I'm glad it worked out but it was definitely a last minute thing it wasn't always a part of it yeah, it's like a, it's the perfect, like, fun, just like summer song, but also really goes along with, you know, the vibe of the movie. So I'm definitely, definitely into it. Speaking of your music, I'm, that's like my, the way that I know you the most, because like, when you were on Disney Channel and stuff, it was maybe a little after my time. But then a few years ago, I was like listening to, um, it was like when Singular Act One came out, I was like, oh, damn, like, this is, I'm really into this. <laughs> so like when so you do so many things in your career obviously you've done movies and tv music um broadway which we can talk about in a minute maybe um how do you kind of prioritize what you want to work on what projects you're kind of focused on at the moment with so many different lanes that you have put yourself in bro i do not know uh it's <laughs> Because to be quite honest with you, like, I am just as all over the place as everyone's always like, how are you doing this, this, and this? And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't. I, I, you know, I, I do whatever. I, I follow my heart, as cliche as that sounds. And um, I think I've just been really, really lucky that, you know, things, when, when doors open, like, I kind of look at the door, I focus on the door, and I go, okay. Is this something I, I really am passionate about and want to spend time in? Because I don't want to do anything half-assed, you know. And 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 I really, um, you know, even when it came into doing this project, like I knew that it was going to take a lot of time and prep work and hard work, and um, it, it wasn't something that I could just kind of do while I was doing other things at the same time. Which is crazy because I ended up like having to shoot a video for Singular Act 2 while I was in Toronto filming work it like over the weekend. And like you, you make those things happen as they come up. And so I think that that's how I've managed to balance it is like not focusing too much on the past or the future, but just focusing on it day by day and um, whatever comes my way, just just feeling really grateful that it's come my way and, uh, and excited. I always wanna be excited about what I'm doing. And Broadway was not something that I expected to do at this point in my life. And I can barely say that I did it since I've only done <laughs> oh. shows. 
but um that's a sore subject for later uh no um, i'm kidding it's it's something i'm so grateful that i i even got to do for for a minute and i hope i get to do it again soon you have so much you have so much time if the if the stars align you have you'll have plenty of chances i'm sure definitely i mean it's a sore subject for me because <laughs> i had tickets to see you for your You're third kidding? day of the show Not and the third the third the third Bye. By the way, like, I sort of have, like, I don't, you know, I'm negative, but I definitely had a sore throat on, on show day three. And oh, no. this is months ago, by the way. But, uh, but yeah, I had a sore, I woke up that morning, the, the day of the Broadway shutdown with, like, a really sore throat. And I was like, well, damn, I just got on Broadway. And now, no. like, my throat hurts. I was like, I got to do this, this whole show. And, and it was, um, yeah, I really do wish we could have we could have continued, but I'm I mean obviously safety first, and uh, it's a bummer. But I I know that it'll hopefully be back, and um, if I am so lucky to get to do it again, I I promise I will I will do a show for you. If I have to just do it all, you know, over Zoom, I can do that too. We'll meet back on Zoom this time I'll next week, you and it. you'll just do all of Mean Girls. <laughs> have you seen the show before at all? No, I, have. I so you Dylan has. Yeah, but I entered the lottery time after time after time i won twice prior and wasn't able to go and then i saw you were coming on it's like oh hell yes this is gonna be great i'm gonna <laughs> see her before she leaves in june i think you were supposed to leave and then i said oh my god day three show i'm get i'm gonna see her no problem and then slowly everything started to fall apart as the broadway oh. shut down <laughs> okay cool <laughs> Those day, those show day two people really like knew, like they aligned. <laughs> like I don't know, and it honestly was like the show that because uh, the first show I was so nervous, like I can't even describe to you how nervous I was, and and that's where like a lot of my family and friends came to, and I was like, why do, would you come on the first show night? Like you know how nervous I am. Like trick me, like come ten shows in and don't tell me. Um, but show day two was really good. I'm bummed, but I, I hope we get eventually. Did you did you chat with Jordan Fisher at all when you found out that you were going to be doing Broadway? Because obviously he has some experience in that realm. Well, it's funny because I I saw him in Dear Evan Hansen before the shutdown, so I got to see him as I right. was in for Mean Girls, um, and he was phenomenal. And uh, and yeah, I mean, like as much as as much as we are able to like like I don't really need to he doesn't really need to take advice from me because he's been doing it obviously. So it was definitely. <laughs> I was just like taking it, taking whatever I could by by just watching him and and what he does and uh, yeah he's um he's so he's so talented so um, I mean we're playing very different roles granted like Evan Hansen and Katie Heron sure. are not very <laughs> parallel um, but it's all it's all a community and and uh, definitely felt very very welcomed and supported which was great. That's awesome. Hopefully you'll be able to come back. I'll be in the audience. I won't tell you, so you won't get it. Yeah, please, please but, don't. <laughs> but I know you said that you have turned your bedroom into a studio and you're doing all these things from home, as we all are. Are there any major or minor projects that you've been working on while you're in quarantine? Any music or anything like that? Yeah. That you can tell us about? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, but I can't tell you anything. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. it's so funny to me because I feel like as as I get older, it's like, I'm continuously like dipping my toes in, in, in anything that I kind of can, but I like, I'm always writing, like, especially during this quarantine, like I've, I'm so excited. There's, there's so many songs that are, that are going to be coming. I don't know when, and I can't say when, but, uh, but the fact is, is like in the beginning, I was a little bit stuck and life was a little bizarre for everybody. And, um, and then slowly, you know, it's just, you, you just kind of naturally allow life to do what life does. And uh, yeah, I mean, besides this, I have another movie coming out in a couple months called Clouds, which I filmed in Montreal. And I'm like, so excited for that movie as well. And it's the complete opposite of Work It. And um, I love when I'm able to do, you know, just very, very different things and, and things that challenge me. And that's why Mean Girls was so exciting. And, and that's why my next, uh, my next musical project, whenever it comes out, will be so exciting because it already feels very different from what I've done before. So, so yeah, I don't want to give too much away because my fans like to just take yeah. little, little tidbits of information. Be like, so when? And I'll be like, oh, no, Sabrina no, has no, an Sabrina. album on the way. Sabrina's working on a new album. 
I'm like, I hate it too. I don't like it either. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy for you and for us, the fans, that you had these projects, these movies done before the world ended. Because so many TV shows and movies and stuff back. Yeah. are just, you know, who knows now. So it's exciting that you have, you know, actual stuff kind of on the calendar to get excited about. Yeah, I I feel very, very grateful, especially because I'm the type of person that can't sit still for too long without going stir crazy, as we all are in different ways. But I think um, I've definitely always been that way. And, uh, and knowing that, like, these are all things that I'm super excited and passionate about that get to come out and, and people hopefully get to, like, take something away from them that can, uh, that can help them get through this time is, is also just, like, icing on the cake. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, have I said excited a lot? I think that's why I hate. I, I'm not You're excited. It's an yeah, exciting time. excited. <laughs> I need We're to like excited. not. My mom will watch interviews and she'll be like, "Serena, you said cool way too many times." And I'll so be like, keeping a tally. I'm like, I need you to not watch them because <laughs> 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 I don't need to know this, or otherwise I'm just gonna start thinking about it. Anyway, you're like, get. I get so notes exciting. on my performances, not on my interviews. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so we want to wrap up with a fun game of Would You Rather. Um, so just some quick little questions and we can just switch off. So first of all, Sabrina, would you rather on the spot do a routine from Work It or from Mean Girls if you had to right now? Mean Girls. So much less sweat. <laughs> I was just going to say less physical exertion. <laughs> yeah, Katie's not much of a dancer. Uh, she dances a little bit, but like definitely, definitely Mean Girls, I think. Okay, next one is, would you rather win a Grammy or win an Oscar? I would rather win an EGOT, if possible. I know that was not <laughs> a thing, but I, I don't want to choose because I don't want to risk the Academy seeing this and thinking that I care less <laughs> about what <laughs> together. I just gotta make sure we're uh, we're throwing all the options out there. Yeah, aim I don't high. Have... Sabrina, you gotta aim high. Aim Sabrina's high. open to any and all awards that are coming her way. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so funny. Um, would you rather quarantine with Liza Koshy or Jordan Fisher? Oh my! I feel like I have quarantined with Liza Koshy. If I'm being quite honest with you, we're, we Facetime just about every day that she picks up. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, we've spent, uh, we've spent quite a bit of quality time with each other in this quarantine over, over digital. So I guess Liza. Okay. Would you rather delete Instagram or delete TikTok? Huh. I, I guess I would, wow, that's an interesting question. You know, I don't use TikTok enough, so I guess I would say TikTok, although I have seen some really fun TikToks that bring me joy, so, um, but I, I guess I would have to say TikTok. Sorry, TikTok. It's <laughs> okay. Um, would you rather join a dance team or the AV club? I, the dance team. You know what? <laughs> that was all acting, that AV club. Like, I really was an actress there because I did not know what any of those buttons did. Um, yeah, it would not be the AV club. Oh, <laughs> uh, the next is semi-TikTok related, which now that you're saying you don't, um, really use it much, you may not, <laughs> may not be so familiar. Um, neither are we. Would you rather be a part of the Hype House or the Sway House? It's okay if you don't know either. <laughs> I, just my house, I think. I don't really know what those are. <laughs> All good. Old? Oh my god. Wait, that's the first time I've ever felt old. No, you no, you shouldn't. <laughs> we're we're both older than you and we really only know it because of where we work. So don't don't feel old. <laughs> okay. Next one. Okay, would you rather do a reality show or go off the grid for a year? Those are my only two options. Only two options. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, I guess I'd rather go off the grid for a year. Jeez, I don't, I don't know though. I mean, I don't think my, I don't think, that's a lie. So I've always wanted to make a reality show about my sisters, like and us and our dynamic and in our house. But I feel like there's already a show very similar to that. Um, and, and I don't think I, I need one. So I guess I'll go off the grid. 
live in a cabin somewhere. Okay, next one, and this is semi in honor of the TikTok you shared on your birthday. Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that little Would, That old thing? Yes. Would you rather have to take a tequila shot every day or a gross wellness shot every day? Gross wellness shot all the way. <laughs> tequila is poison. Poison. <laughs> it is. It literally is. But also, like, I just, it does not set well with me, especially not making TikToks. Uh, but... <laughs> But it was a fun experiment, you know. Had to do it. Had to do it for the grandkids to tell them a story. You you gotta go big <laughs> for the twenty first. You have to go big. Yeah, but for sure. Wellness. I feel like I do that any anyways. Like I know it sounds lame, but I definitely like. I love like taking ginger shots and stuff. Makes me. Uh, it's gross, but it, it it makes me feel like I did something good for myself. The burn of it makes you feel like like you're you're killing things inside that, of you that that makes me sound like a psychopath and i'm like i love the burn no but i, well, I, do I the understand same. yeah and i mean you're like you're a singer you got to keep it all flowing and you yeah, know even, like spicy things though it opens your sinuses like mm-hmm. we, we know <laughs> would you rather hang out in la or new york city new york new york's a great hang you know yeah it's sure. a great hang we're New Yorkers ourselves. Um, would Would you rather? Sorry, but I answered that that way. Then we were not <laughs> held it against you. <laughs> would you rather be a producer or an actor for the rest of your life? You know, I even though producing is very new to me and it's something that I love and hope to continue to do, I would say I would say. It. I feel like there's so much that I haven't done or tapped into yet as far as uh, even like characters and different roles and mm-hmm. projects that, like I'm so excited about that yeah I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to stop now that would suck for sure okay <laughs> last one would you rather binge tv shows or movies only for the rest of I guess the rest of quarantine we'll say the rest of 2020 <laughs> these rest of my life things are really <laughs> Scary. We won't make okay. it that deep. <laughs> okay. For the rest of your life. Um, I would probably say movies. I, and it's nothing against TV shows. I, I definitely, it's, it's something that like I have to convince myself to get started because I know once I'm in, I will be in. But a movie's a, a little less time commitment, so I can, I can write some albums in between, which is, which is nice. You gotta, you know, the fans, they, they want that new album. They're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's yeah i know so, we well, won't i've got a movie i mean i just put out another movie like i'm just trying to <laughs> there's a song I mean, from the movie please put that on repeat for a while <laughs> no yeah that's the funny thing too is like the second after like the album comes out they're like when's the next when's the next song i'm like i just I just need to sit down for just a That's minute. Like, I, I listen to this all night long, so I subconsciously learn the lyrics. I'm ready for more. Let's go. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I give them so much credit for that. Like, honestly, like, I will I will continue to feed them. Don't you worry. It's a good problem to have when the fans want, when the fans want the new Yeah, at project. least they're not saying, like, okay, could you stop? Could you? <laughs> Less music. Got it. <laughs> Less is more. Thank you. <laughs> Sabrina, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so fun. Everyone, go watch Work It on Netflix. It comes out on August 7th, and it's so much fun. And you should be inside your house anyway, so it'd be a great, great activity to do. My grandma loves this movie, so it's for all ages. It is, yes. It is age-inclusive. It's great. Go check it out. Thank you so much. I hope to uh, see you guys in person soon. Thank you. I'll be at a stage door whenever Broadway reopens. You're at stage door. (laughs) (laughs) Betches.